In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, my name is Anne Walsh, and I'm a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Today is Saturday, March 26th, in the third week of Lent. Our Gospel today is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 to 14, the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying like this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like that tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a danger, I think, when we read this parable to be a bit lazy and to go no further than the summary that Jesus gives us himself in the last sentence. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. I want to tell you a story. A few years ago, I was moving from Newfoundland on the east coast of Canada to Ontario in the center of Canada. That's about a 3,000 kilometer drive. And because of the boats that you have to take to get on or off my island of Newfoundland, it's a 39 hour drive, a long trip by anybody's estimation. So my mother and my aunt decided to come with me for the drive and we made it a vacation. When we got to Ottawa, which is in Ontario, they went shopping while I went to visit friends. We agreed that we would meet at the door of a large mall after a two-hour shopping trip. I showed up at the appointed hour after two hours of shopping, but there was no mother and no aunt. There was, however, a homeless man sitting at the door of the mall on a tree stump, playing his guitar for the money people would put in his case. I listened. He was very good. I waited until the police moved me along. Then I drove around the block, came back to the door, and waited again. No mother, no aunt, but the homeless man was still playing his guitar. And he looked up and smiled at me. I looked away. I moved on drove around the block again and came back to the same door for the third time. By this time, I was getting very anxious. Where was my mother? Where was my aunt? I wondered if these two ladies were lost. The homeless man sitting on his tree stump playing his guitar noticed my distress. He came over to the car and asked me why I was upset. I told him that I'd lost my mother and my aunt. He said, well, let me go inside and get them paged at the desk. 
With all my supposed intelligence, I had never thought of simply going inside and having these two ladies paged. So I held that man's guitar as he went inside, and a few minutes later I saw him come out with my mother and my aunt in tow. I had misjudged that homeless man. I almost looked past him because he looked bedraggled, a bit down on his luck, but that day he taught me an important lesson. Has anything like that ever happened to you? Have you ever let yourself be guided by appearances rather than inner worth? Have you ever let your own prejudice or preconceived notion about a person or a group of people affect or even shape your view of reality or your ability to see into the heart of the other? Pope Francis tells us that one of the tasks of the Christian life is to take on the gaze of Jesus to really begin to see as Jesus sees, to love as Jesus loves, to accept as Jesus accepts, to call as Jesus calls. That day on the street in Ottawa, I learned a valuable lesson about what it means to really take on the gaze of Jesus. That man took on the gaze of Jesus. That homeless man saw my distress before I ever saw the beauty of that homeless man. The gaze of Jesus, the way Jesus looks at you and me and our world, is a gaze of love. When we love somebody, we don't see them as they are. We see them through eyes made soft, accepting, and forgiving by the love we have for them. In the words of Andrew Lloyd Webber's song, Love, Love Changes Everything, or As the last line of one of my favorite musicals, Les Miserables, puts it, to love another person is to see the face of God. Today, in a world in which some have forgotten how to talk with someone who disagrees with you, in which going to war is a way of getting what you want, in which the gap between rich and poor, nations and persons, grows wider by the hour, we are challenged to choose love to see as Jesus sees, to love as Jesus loves. It changes everything. It may even change you. And may God bless us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.